the second Black Power Hour. Uh, we just and we were talking about police on film, film training, and the conversation evolved into seeing our community. We just opened the parameters of the conversation to um, a, an alternative thinking uh, to defunding the police to policing our communities for the most part as a way of empowerment to not only the, the black community but a way to ensure that there are less and less of these uh, police officer involved shootings if we are able to police our own community. Of, of course, given the fact that uh, we depend on the white man for everything, um, it doesn't excuse the behavior of these tragic mistakes as in Derek Chauvin, um, even the controversial um, uh, intrusion of the police in our domestic affairs in Micaiah Bryant, we are here having a conversation in DF and universe. I am with my host. Welcome back, Dr. Moore. Um, uh, sorry, I had to interrupt the broadcast, but I was trying to keep it under an hour and be able to put out something for the people to listen to for the whole week and come back with uh, informed minds. So forgive me if I cut you short. If there was anything that you'd like to complete, this would be an opportunity if you can still remember it. No, I was just simply saying, um, <clears throat> I was using an example of me being in New York uh, a couple of weeks ago and just going through the uh, Hasidic Jewish community and looking at that community and what that community looked like, right? That Hasidic Jewish community didn't look a lot different than any... Um, the, the community that that when I lived in New York, we, and and right. where you live, it didn't look a lot different, right? In terms of the buildings, you know, and all that. Um, they 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 kind of, you know, look look for me, look or kind of look the same, yeah, right. But the difference was that, it, and 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 well, I think the difference for me was. You 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 could see both scenarios, right? In that you you know, in the summertime you can see kids out, people out playing, you know, doing whatever. Adults, you know, on the corner, sitting in front, of, sitting on the stoop or whatever. You 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 could kind of see see that same thing, but when you go to that when you go through that Hasidic community, you can kind of see the same thing. You can see babies. Planning the hallways, you can see old people walking down the street. You, but the difference is, there's no violence. Mm. That right, and not only is there no violence, but there's no police. Mm. Right, there's no police coming in to police that area. Mm. Right, but but if you go to that black community, there's police. There's violence. 
which starts the conversation that we must have, uh, uh, which we started this podcast with. Just inadvertently started the podcast with the uh, a little humor about what would what do we consider civilized? At first, that um, question was directed towards uh, racism in the police department. But now I wanted to put to you the question of civilization in the black community. What is considered civilized that would be responsive to the fact that we need to police our own communities to help prevent these types of uh, police excessive force situations? What about our... um, civility or a civilized uh, mentality is lacking or not conducive to policing our own communities. Well, there, there okay. is an aspect of the Jewish um, observation that you made that makes it possible to do exactly what you observe. No, but I think the difference is this, right? Um, and, and talk about um, police in our own communities and what's the difference? The difference is the Jewish community owns their community. They own the buildings that they live in. They own the blocks they live in. They, they own those things. They don't just move in there and they are renting. They move in there and they own that whole community. They own that block. They own the next block. They own the stores. They own the restaurants. They own everything in that community. They own it, right? That's the difference. Black people live in these communities. They don't own nothing. That's they live very in, important. They live in these communities, but there's a pizza shop that's owned by a Mexican. Let me, own, let me add to that. Um, there's a um, not only the ownership, but um, here's one thing to also consider. Um the fact that um, there are restrictive laws in these types of communities that police themselves. You're not going to see uh, Jewish people uh, gambling out on the street. You're not going to see them drinking out on the street. You're not going to see them um, engaged in any type of uncivilized behavior. Right. So, so, so again, that speaks volumes to my, to my point. My point is, the, the reason why you're not going to see that is because they own this. They own this. And, and the difference in ownership is value. When you own something, you value it. So, meaning that if you ever see a black person that gets a nice car, nine times out of ten, there's not going to be trash in that car. Hmm. That car is going to be clean. It's going to be spotless. He's going to show, he or she is going to show some value in that car because they own it. That car is going to be clean nine times out of ten every time you see it. Hmm. Or at least every time they're going to pick up someone. That car is going to be sharp, right? Hmm. Ownership is different. Now, here's what's funny. And I think the first time I, I realized this was when I met my wife and we were having a conversation about um, home ownership. 
And we were talking about nice cars. And she said, I don't understand a person having a nice car, but not having a place to park it. Hmm. Right? Now, now he, here's what I'm saying. Right? So to me, that didn't make sense. Because a nice pars- a nice place to park it is a parking lot. Right? But her right. nice her nice place to park a nice car meant a garage. Hmm. Nice home. Right? So not only having a home, but having a garage. Hmm. A home with a garage. What? So her mind state was, I would never own a, I would never own a Mercedes if I didn't have a garage to park it in. Hmm. Right? And, and now let me tell you how different that was from my mentality. Because I grew up in the projects, and you know, and in, in, in every hood, Both all the time on the land road. <laughs> but again, people pull up all the time in the projects with a land road, right? Or Mercedes My niece owns a Mercedes in the right. projects, in the in the projects, in in the, in the projects. Do, do, but what I'm saying is, do you understand where right. the priorities are? Yeah, you know, because exactly. people. People that have money or people that come from different foundations think about money differently. Hmm. Right? So, you know, so if you come from the hood, right, if you live in the hood wearing Versace or Chanel and all that, that's important, right? Because that that stuff is, is, is value. That stuff means something, right? So you, but but the counterbalance of that is, is how in the world are you wearing, or why are you wearing three thousand dollars, a thousand dollar outfit, and you live in a three hundred dollar apartment? <laughs> Which goes to the mentality of civilized, right? So so I'm 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 going I'm going back to so let me get back to the point, right? So. You look at these these Jewish people, right? And you look at their community. Everybody looks alike. Hmm. Nobody's wearing this name brand, this, this name brand. Everybody got these curly beards, these black outfits from the husband to the wife to the children. Everybody looks alike. Nobody's being judged, right? You're suggesting we wear uniforms, brother? No, hear me out. Right, so being facetious, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I get it. I'm, 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 I'm with it. Everybody's looking alike, right? But guess what? Not only is everybody looking alike, but everybody's finances is looking alike. Hmm. The church that they go to, the schools that they go to, hmm. the homes that they go to, hmm. everybody. Let, let, oh, there's ownership in everything. Everybody owns. Let me Every, Everybody else, owns because I don't think it's simply uh, not that you're saying it's it's uh, about um, economics, but um, there's another aspect of it which I reiterate. It's about everybody thinks the same way. People with no money, no. Um, economic strength that think the same can do a lot together and that is where 
I think we fail as black people. Well, again, I, I, I so um, like for instance, the, the church. They don't have a lot of money, at least not the churches that we grew up in. But there was an effectiveness to people who think together, socializing together. They called it in the church, they called it fellowship. Um, you stuck around, like they do in the Jehovah Witness. You stuck around the people that were of the same mindset as you. It didn't matter what your economic background was. These are the people that you wanted to hang out with. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that those people, though, in church, we're talking about were hypocrites. Yeah. But, I don't know that, I don't know that they hung out with one another. Uh, and so I, was, I, was, I, I, I can't stand the way that they treated women and the um, sexual atrocities that went on in that community. Hold one on, thing, I used to go there and make a lot. Right. But one thing that you cannot fault them for is they had a mindset that you couldn't come into their community and disrupt. You, you would be a witness to that no matter if you knew what was going on on the inside or not. You saw that it was a community. And brother, right. you know, and, and bro, let me tell you, that's on every level. Right. And what, and what I mean by every level is here's the advantage. Here's the advantage that I have, right? Like I have all of these different experiences. Like I was like I was a I was a poor kid that grew up on welfare and food stamps. I know what that looks like, right? Mm-hmm. I was a hood kid that grew up in the streets. I know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, drugs and all that stuff, I know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Then I was able to go to college mm-hmm. and understand what that life looks like. Mm-hmm. Then I was able to pledge a fraternity, a more than one fraternity, mm-hmm. and understand what that looks like. So I'm saying, man, I understand that on so many levels. Right. Because in every one of those circumstances, there's a way you got to show up in, in, in those circumstances. Right. Right. There's a there's a way, there's certain things that ain't ain't gonna happen. Right. You ain't you 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 ain't gonna show up in the frat a certain way. That's right. You ain't in, in fact you ain't gonna get invited. And if you get invited, you're gonna probably get kicked out. Right. Or you probably gonna never get accepted. Same right. way with Masonry. Right. You know what I'm saying? Same way with the hood. You you've got to divorce yourself from that mentality that you came in with, and take on a new mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that is the basis of your membership in that community. We don't have such standards in um, the overall black mass community. Our standard is if you've got. This the uh, Gucci and Versace on. If you got the Mercedes, if you got the gun, or you got uh, you thorough in the streets, those are the the uh, the things that we gravitate to in terms of respect. Um, there is no mentality of let's keep it peaceful here. 
Well, well, that's well. It it depends. Um, it 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 depends when you uh, own your neighborhood. Um, I think that um, in the majority of the urban neighborhoods, if I may use them as an example of the extreme, yeah, uh, yeah. So, you so see where the chaos breaks down. Yeah, I, absolutely, absolutely. But now, they, they, but they are communities, you know, in the hood where. Particularly if you watched this last, um, if you watched this episode of um, what was it, Hip Hop Undisputed or something like that, mm-hmm. um, where you had these old hip hop heads um, who were talking about the different communities and these people were kind of pioneers or leaders in their in their community, where you you pretty much you you had to get sanctioned by one of them in order to do a killing or in order to do you know, X, Y, Z, you pretty much had to get sanctioned by one of these old heads. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, but that's an underground market. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of happens. And if it happens randomly, then you get dealt with. Mm-hmm. And and that is why our communities have to be policed from the outside. It doesn't justify the um, atrocities and the um, trauma that that is imposed upon the community by excessive force policing but it does show that there is a causality that has not been addressed in terms of our thinking and um, it may never get get addressed because there's not enough of us thinking on that type of level well I don't know that I think that um, that is why. Well, I th- okay, so I think you're right in in, in part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to be sure to understand what you're saying. Um, it, it sounded like you said, and that is why we. I don't know if you said need or why we are um, being assisted by these outside forces. Because I don't know that I. For me, I don't think that. That that we need that. I think that what we need more of is what you have, what you have been advocating to me. Right. Is is more of our own involvement right. and not these outside involvements. Because if, so if that, we go, that's if, exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that that um, we, what we need and what we accept is um part of the same problem. Yeah, because 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 to me. Right. If we look back at the Hasidic Jews in New York City, using them as an example, they're not going to allow outside forces to come in and make a judgment about a crime that is taking place in their community. They're going to deal with that themselves because because for them, no outside forces understand better than them what's happening in their internal world. And we is black people. Right. We right. we we accept the outside force. Now it, we can't restrict the police from going down any block or in any house that they want. But what we can do is have a mentality that says that we are self-respecting, and we do not have that. Even though we wear the Gucci, we drive the finest cars, we do not have that self-respect value. Well, we, 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 we have it, but we have it on an underground level, right? 
and and, right. and, 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 and that's and, not self-respecting. Well, okay, so so just hear me out. If, um, if, if, if there's enough drugs in your community to keep it in an impoverished situation, no matter how organized it is, or how much they give out turkeys on Thanksgiving and give back to the community on these holidays, it is not self-respecting. Okay, so so, but I, I'm I'm varying from that for just a second. You, I think you're hundred percent right on that. So, but the only the only difference I'm making is there's not a correlation to what you just said. What I'm what my thought process is is different in that in the underground world there's a street court that's that's held for people in that street court world. Right. So if you do something in that underground world, there's street court that's held for that. Now, what you now you, you're talking, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, above ground. Right. So above ground, I think you're 100 percent right. Right. That makes complete sense. But and the under, you, you, you uh, make and, the point that, that I have to agree with also the, the underground world is self-policing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. We don't have that mentality in the above ground. Right. Like, 100%. 100%, yeah. And that's that's what we need to get to in yep. terms of uh, black power thinking. 100%. Uh, on the above surface uh, black communities, overall black communities are out of control when it comes to policing ourselves. 100%. We prefer, and, and this is what happened to Micaiah Bryant, whether she was right or wrong, um, is debatable. And mm -hmm. you'll find us arguing back and forth with uh, different people about whether she was right or wrong or whether it could be handled differently. But what we're not thinking and talking about as Black Power thinkers in the Black community and Black leadership is we're not talking about self-policing and what that entails on above ground scenarios where you have regular people every day. Our values are still towards Gucci, uh, Poochie, and all this other bullshit and nonsense instead of being self-respectful. Self-respecting. 100%. But what I will say um, to that is I think the onus of that is on you. That not is you, not you per se, brother Douglas, but I think you it's, it's the, you, <laughs> right. you, uh, or, or you as an individual, right? Mm -hmm. So, whatever community that you live in, if you don't know your neighbor, if you don't know your neighbors, mm -hmm. I think that's on you, right? Right? Because what I will say is this: is that like I've grown up in the hood all my life, mm -hmm. right? Um, but but. Now it's a little different, right? Mm -hmm. So, if 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 I see something as relates to my neighbors now, mm -hmm. you know, like in the hood, it was it was different, right? You know, mm -hmm. but 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 now there's a whole level of different community involvement for me now in where I live and where I raise my kids. Mm -hmm. it, it's just completely different. So I, I I think that um 
I, I just think there's a different level of responsibility in terms of how we're going right. to handle that. And and how do we get that different perspective into the black community? Yeah. If we don't have the economic um, equivalent, or it's if not we're impossible. Even... Or, or if we we're in the to see how to interject it into that community. Or if we're in the black community, because my community, I can't say is a black community. Right. My community is very mixed. Exactly. But how do we get that mentality into the black community? I well, think it would be short of effective if we say in that the ownership would be the only reason that it can, can occur. Well, the ownership. Not that, everything, everybody in the nation is is uh, rich. Yeah, but, but I there's think a that, mentality that says we have to be self-respecting and respect authority. But I think that the only time, and I could be wrong, right? So I'm noting that I could be wrong. Yes, sir. Right. So, but my my notation to to what I'm saying is that um, when you own something, kind of like right. what I just talked about with with the vehicle. There's right. a different level of value right. that's attached to it, right? So you're not going to drink a 40 and throw it in the yard. Right. You're not going to drive down the street and throw trash out the window. Right. Because if you value people that live in nice communities, they get up and they cut their grass. Right. They make sure that, you know, that their yard looks nice. Right. You know, it's it's different. But they have you, the same mentality. But but because they're paying taxes, right? You know, they, they, but it's, is that it's, the only scenario where that will happen? Is what I'm asking. It see, I, and and I'm I'm gonna respond by saying I don't know, and I'm gonna. Re- well, I'll I'm, give I'm, you I'm, one. I'll give you the nation. <laughs> Not everybody's on the same economic level in the nation, but there's a certain mentality that keeps whatever economic background you come from from. Um, overtaking the self-respect that is required in the nation. You cannot, no matter how big your pockets are in donations towards the nation and, or, or your um, ability to sell more bean pies, none of that is being respected. What is being respected is that we all have that same mentality of self-respect. And okay. self-respect so, extends to the outward community, as you were saying. Okay. It's okay. on an individual and, and, level, but it extends outward. Okay. But and so and so my point to add to that is the value that you attach to it. Right. So whether it's home ownership right. or whether it's renting, but it is the value that you are attaching right. to whatever it is that you have. Right. So whether it is you own a car, rent a car, own a home or rent a home. But the value that you attach to it right. is what's going to make you take care of it. There you go. That's what I was saying. That is very important. And uh, I don't think that uh, everybody has that mentality. Um, oh, absolutely. Because we can see rich people in black communities in the hood. They rich. But they don't have the mentality that... Um, Everything needs to be respected. And that's why we can call the cops on just just a, a altercation that could be handled 
by people in the community if they had respect for the lives in that community. But well, we ain't calling the cops that we're in the hood, man. Uh, we ain't calling the cops in the hood, but that's, well, that's our last one. They call the cops on Micaiah Bryant. I'm yeah. in that scenario. So this happens more than one. It wasn't the first time. Matter of fact, you know, in her particular case, they had called the cops on her 15 times before that. This is not her first altercation, not well, not her first rodeo. So there is a mentality in the black community that if shit gets out of hand, we are not going to handle it. Let's call the cops. Yeah. Well, well let me just say this. Um, as a person that, that comes from the street, um, I don't know who the people were that called the police. Yeah, somebody is it's like your, your grandmother. Your grandmother right. is right. Right. She's yeah. calling the police. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It, it's, my it's, mother saw that she calling the damn police. Well, my grandma probably ain't calling the police. but My but mother my, is. I don't know yeah. about everybody else, but it's somebody's calling the police. Yeah, I get it. If they get see it. that type of I get it. shit yeah. that's out of control. Yeah, I get it. And now my now my grandma probably is not one, but mm-hmm. but now my neighbors probably are. Mm-hmm. Um but we come from a family where um you know uh we grew up hating the police. Right. So my that grandma my grandma ain't calling the police. Yes, sir. Uh my mom ain't calling the police because the police lock us up whenever they come. Mm-hmm. So or kill they, us. Yeah, they 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 not calling the police, but mm. the police are called. Don't right. get me wrong. They, the, police, right. the police, the police are in the hood. Believe you damn that. right. And they, sometimes they, they ain't even got to be called because yeah. they have free access to yeah, us. They, yeah, they, they come and looking. So yeah, yeah. Now, brother, unfortunately, I'm gonna cut you off. We're at the park in DF and universe, and we'll be right back after these messages with this empowering conversation. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Power to the people. Bro, it is 420. I don't know if we're going to be right back or not. I <laughs> yes, sir. Be, I, I'm about to call it a night, bro. You going to have me okay. on, the, on the 5 o'clock in the morning. All right. Um, so we're going to end the podcast here. And uh, people for listening. And um, thank you for participating, Dr. Moore. Once again, your insights were very helpful in bringing the conversation forward. Any last words? No, bro. Um, I think a, a you know a insightful conversation, maybe a conversation that needs to continue. Uh, inshallah, we can uh, get back at this tomorrow night. Um, All right, one thing before we go, brother. Sorry to interrupt you, but I have to say this. Um, uh, rest in peace to Shock G, the member of the Underground. Um, that was the rapper that uh, was helpful in getting Tupac his start as a rapper. Um, Digital Underground um, lead rapper Shock G was found dead in a hotel room last night. Died at the early age of 57. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Uh, uh, yeah. Glad you able to get that in, bro. Yes, sir. I almost forgot it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Good. I didn't mean to cut your last point off. No, that's that's fine, bro. I was just saying that, um, 
you know, I know it's 420. I am, but I've been up since, I don't know, like 7, 8 o'clock. I am not going to do a bonus round. Uh, it's your law. I'll be able to come back tomorrow night. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know, but we'll, we'll see. But uh, Indeed, I am sure. I, I am definitely going to cancel um, anything else for the rest of the night and call it a night. Had enough, right? Yeah, bro. Uh, happy 420 to all of my weed heads out there. We're gonna get into that soon. And uh happy Ramadan, blessed Ramadan to my Muslim observers. Um I'll let you end the podcast, brother. Peace to the God, peace to the earth. And peace to the universe. Peace. Peace. <laughs>